Since everything looks good, I welcome you all to episode 63 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for down and out, loser, stupid, shitty idiots. My name is Benjamin C. Cholock, uh, head honcho of philosophy at Princeton C. University. And across from me is uh, a thick-headed dying tree wait a minute <laughs> that i like to call my best friend pat hi <laughs> how are you <laughs> pat dean aka the protector of manor road protector aka of manor road. the earl of hearts <laughs> the earl of hearts that's my new title why, why explain that one you know no i don't that's why i'm asking you <laughs> well ben you'll one day it'll all make sense what am i not old enough no, it's just that it's not an issue of uh, age. It's an issue of... I don't like this. I don't like you pulling imaginary rank on me. Well, I'm the Earl of Hearts, dude. What does that mean? You know what it means. No, I don't. Look inside yourself. I No, I... Mm-mm. Are you that just, is, are that you, is rated R. Are you means frightened restricted of, for ben. of what you'll find inside? I mean, uh, so guys, I don't qu- think I don't think it'll tell me anything about the Earl of Hearts. Before we get started, uh, as some of you know, we do have a Patreon going. Oh my goodness gracious! We do. Five bucks a month gets you an extra episode a week, uh, bonus episodes, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, but in our Patreon only episode, we you kind of got into a, a very horrifying recurring dream that you have it's not recurring it didn't happen that often it it's seems... only happened like three times yeah look, guys we can't get into it but if, if you're interested in what ben's deeply symbolic dream <laughs> so is, nice so nice i dreamed it thrice yes you'll have to check out our patreon because ben truly is uh is a, is it's a, a haunting dream it's it's very haunting also i will, I will never forget it also in that and uh, I, I will give this away for free we coined a new catchphrase which is l ron bummer <laughs> yeah <laughs> the worst we have the worst catchphrases. It's, I don't even know if that's a catchphrase. Yeah, it's Elron Bummer. You know, if, yeah, you, if you walk in, you see someone trip and fall, you go, "What a Elron Bummer that was." I guess that is a good catchphrase. It rules. Yeah, it's so bad, but it, it kind of rules. God, what if like yeah, what if like someone you know gets divorced and you're like, man, I know a few. That's an Elron Bummer. Yeah, <laughs> for real. It's uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm putting uh, the, the children on the stand. They have to testify against their parents. What? Yeah, L. Ron that is an L. Ron Bummer. That is. Yeah. Well, Patrick, let me Benjamin. ask you a, a question here. What are we doing here? Uh, are, like, what are we doing here? Well, we're here to, you're going to teach me about philosophy. As a philosophy expert from Princeton University, you've taken pity yeah. on my poor, waterhead, diseased brain. <laughs> and you're ready you to- say waterhead. <laughs> why not? I don't think that's cool anymore. Waterhead? I don't know. It's very, very funny. But <laughs> like- Is that a thing? I think waterhead is like an old school word for retard. 
Is it really? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm googling it right now. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a pass since I th- it's obvious you didn't know that. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't throw it around. Since you are, you know, more of the the hall monitor of of like what I say on here. Well, because um, you have no filter, no conscience, because you're an idiot. No, I have no conscience because I'm a philosophy major uh, at Princeton University, folks, uh, where I was my. <laughs> My okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, on we've got, we've got breaking news. Breaking news. We're on a Urban Dictionary. Uh, I told you. Top definition. Is it bad? Originally slang for someone who is a hydro... Cephalic. Cephalic. Yeah. Uh, it's someone who has like water in their brain. But which now has come to refer to any severe idiot or retarded individual. The second definition... A person with mental health problems, i.e. Down syndrome or retard for the lay person. And then, the, uh, you know, they always give a, um, an example. Yeah, don't read it. It can't be good. Is it good? Is it funny? Hey, why do all the waterheads work at McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> Someone stop this waterhead from humping my leg. That effing Jeez. waterhead just pooped his pants. Also, there's a link to the phrase pooped his pants. Another an, an urban that that needs an yeah. urban dictionary entry. I guess that's an old timey. Uh, okay, slur. yeah, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let that one slide. Sure. Since, uh, obviously, you didn't know about it. <laughs> but Waterhead is no Waterhead. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, Waterhead is like it's like a like a nineteen twenties era slur for for a those are always person. the funniest ones. Yeah. They're just so ridiculous. A waterhead. Yeah, a waterhead. <laughs> what a fun thing to say, though. I can't. I can't. Okay, listen. What? So I'm. Um, I didn't know. I'm. I'm guardian of all waterheads. Sure. As as, uh, <clears throat> as king of philosophy at Princeton University. Sure. Uh, I major in philosophy. I took pity on my waterhead pupil. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Dean, uh, lifelong friend. Sure. Uh, and I'm. I'm. Well, you reached out to me. You said you wanted to learn some stuff about philosophy. Yeah, I wanted to learn about some of this stuff, and really it's just ruined my life. It has been ruining your life, right? Uh, mostly because we've been talking about some pretty obscure topics because uh, you quickly ran out of topics that you wanted to learn about. Yeah, I had like five, and then I just went, well, we have to keep this going, so yeah. <laughs> After you five. Pick. I like this is episode 63, and... Uh, so what what For is that? 58 episodes. Yeah, 58 straight. episodes. It's just me just treading water. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, in my head. You've been treading. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. I love to picture someone from the 20s here in this podcast somehow and being like, that's yeah. an offensive time. See? See? And then he dives into your waterhead wearing one of those like you know how like men had those one-piece bathing suits back in the day? Yeah. It was like a tank top and shorts of sewn course. together. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just dives in after rubbing his hands in that weird way he rubs his hands together yeah yeah and then he just dives in like uh like in one of those early uh, uh disney cartoons yeah right and then it turns into the pupil of some other monster sure anyway um speaking of which what are we learning about well that's a good question what? um <laughs> it's a good question and i have an answer for you okay i think it's i'm hoping it's something that will <laughs> engage you a little better than the past 58 topics we've done okay um it's something that i think we both sort of engage in that everyone engages in and it's one of philosophy's most elusive subjects sure what is it art all right yeah so what do you know about fucking art dude? not much not much i know that you use an easel I, uh, oh man that is so limited already <laughs> what else do you use there's paint involved uh 
You don't have to sit down. So when you say art, yeah, you're thinking exclusively of like the visual arts, especially painting. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Okay. You you are aware of the fact that the word art applies to a lot of different things, not just painting. Sure. Right. Like music is an art form. Well. No. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Maybe have you heard kids bop before? There's no way you can call that art. Well, that's an interesting question. Why wouldn't you call that art? Because it sucks, and I hate it, and I hate you. <laughs> so I'm hoping that people who are like maybe listening in for the first time understand what I'm going through. What? What? When I try to talk to you about shit. Why? Okay. So, what would you consider art then? Art is a thing <laughs> created created by humans. Okay. To elicit a response in the viewer or the creator or the creator yeah what do you say to that shit that's actually pretty interesting you're getting close to a a pretty workable definition of art oh am i yeah you are you fucking asshole you (laughs) (laughs) what you are so difficult no i'm not i'm cool and fun and i I, I, have a youthful outlook (laughs) <laughs> that yeah, I bring to the show. That was the least youthful thing I've ever heard you say. You going, oh, is it? <laughs> or what did you say? <laughs> I don't know. Are, are, are they? Yeah. Should she? Have you? Would they? Uh- <laughs> so what is it then, Mr. Smarty Pants? Well, Mr. Art Man? Guess what? Guess what the answer is? What? No one knows. What do you mean? <laughs> Someone knows. Okay, well, you know, the Supreme Court definition is, you know, I know when I see it. It's like pornography. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what what is an, a quintessential work of art for you? Uh, Don't Mo- define it. Just give me an example. The Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa. Why? Um, Leonardo da Vinci created it. Okay, and is it art because some it? guy created it? Yeah. Well, no. Maybe. Is it art because that guy created it? Yeah. It is? And that's why it's art. So anything that Leonardo da Vinci creates is art. Well, not anything. Not anything? No. So is it also, uh, if anything that wasn't created by Leonardo da Vinci is not art? No, Ben. Okay, so then... This is why philosophy sucks, because you know that's not what I meant, but like, but Ben does... Well, you have to be takes... precise with your words. No, I don't. Well, ben, yeah, you what... do. That's what philosophy is. Well, then that's why I have such an issue with it. What, because you don't like being precise with your words? It's better to be vague. It's better to keep things up Says in the air. Says who? See? You just did it. No, I didn't. I asked you a question. Yeah, and then I went, you know. No, that's not better. How's that better? That upsets me. And That's my and art. It doesn't, and it doesn't get you. My okay. art is, this whole podcast is me upsetting you. This podcast art. Yeah, okay. Would you consider this podcast art? Of course. Why? Because we're too talented individuals at the in the prime of our creative lives all right that's not why that's art but okay here we go since you're (laughs) since you refuse to play ball the big problem with you ben is all your fucking rules yeah what's my problem it's all your rules yeah my rules all your rules well you know you need structure all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah you do you need yes you do Uh, i need a nap (laughs) no you don't you need structure i'm very well rested okay (laughs) (laughs) work three nights a week Just rest all day long. Yeah, you need another job. Is what you need. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So art is this. It's a. It's a, okay. So there's six 
focuses in in philosophy, right? There's metaphysics. Duh. There's epistemology, which is like how we know things. Yeah. There's ethics, which is what's the right thing to do. There's uh, logic, okay? And then um, the fifth one is, did I say five or six? You said six. Oh, okay. So metaphysics, epistemology, ethics, logic, uh, oh, philosophy of science, okay? Hold on. A part then, of philosophy is philosophy of science. Yeah, it is. All right. It's kind of like a. I, look, I believe it's you. kind of like a hybrid between epistemology and metaphysics. Great. Okay. We don't what's the, what's the sixth one? Sixth one is aesthetics. Oh. Okay. Aesthetics. Have you heard that term before? Of course. Okay. What does it mean? Uh, when you have surgery and you don't want to feel pain. That's anesthetics. Right. But that's interesting because the word. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? You know what sucks? What? When you. <laughs> so you know the phrase hitting the nail on the head uh sure so you didn't hit the nail on the head you hit the, you did hit the nail on the head but it bent the nail so now it won't go in <laughs> okay that's what you just did no what do you mean <laughs> okay so anesthetic is you know when you go into surgery and you get you get drugged out basically that's what i just said yeah so anesthetic is the greek term that basically means no feeling Whoa. Or no sensation or no experience, right? Because it knocks you out. You're I love sensations, though. You love sensations. Yeah. So you'll love aesthetics. Okay. Because aesthetics is that comes from the Greek term for sensation or experience. All right. Okay. Aesthetic is this one domain of human life. Basically, it's when we appreciate art, right? When you appreciate something that's artful, uh, it triggers something in your brain. It's not quite an orgasm it's not a form of knowledge per se uh it's not uh like it's not like any normal sensory experience right like you can look at anything around the room and you you don't call it art right uh not all of it no not all of it but like i'm looking at like let's look at tim tim the cat yeah he's he's a little artful in the sense that of how angry he makes me that that, that has to be art a little okay so what makes it art what makes that art? My anger towards this pet. Towards the pet? But yeah. is it you? So then who's the artist? Well, it's not real. I was clearly kidding. Uh, no, no, no. We, we can follow this down, down the road. Let's follow it down the road. Let's go. Yeah. So what's art about it? Yeah. What's artistic about it? His eyes. Is it his eyes that make you angry? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I look in the cat's eyes and I get so mad. What about the eyes make him make it so angry? angry? I just, you just know he's plotting. Okay, well, so I don't know if we're getting into a productive avenue here because this sounds like a mental illness, yeah. really, <laughs> than, <laughs> than like art appreciation. No, nah, fair enough. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad I got that if out you, of the way. If you have delusional thoughts about a, a cat plotting against you, this is different. This is t this is more of like a medical podcast. Is that not what we're doing? I thought that was... <laughs> no, oh. no, I'm not a doctor. What? Uh, mm -mm. Wait a minute. Since when? Since, <laughs> since I got disbarred. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, ben Sholak, that, that only happens doc. to lawyers. That doesn't even make sense. Former doctor Ben Sholak. Yeah, I forgot. I operated on so many people without anesthetics. Dude, what, we, um, how funny would that be if someone used to be a doctor and then they got kicked out of the medical profession and they did that same shitty thing when people were like, uh, hey, Mr. Jones. And they went, um, former doctor Jones. <laughs> but what if someone was kicked out of being a man? 
<laughs> so you have to say former mister former mister <laughs> former mr jones yeah, yeah um, actually it's former mister it's like well, what are you supposed to call him now i don't know but that'll be you and i kicked out of manhood yeah <laughs> it's this is my hard third and final warning. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, look. What? So art, right? What what is it? Could what you give art? a definition of what it could be? Uh no. No? Okay. You don't even want to begin venture guess? Uh art I, I said it earlier. Art is a created thing. Um it's a created thing. Okay, so number one, there's there's something that okay. It has to be created by somebody. Yeah. Right. So then you get into these definitions of like natural versus uh, artificial. Right. So if something is natural, like a sunset is beautiful, right? Yes. Okay. So you wouldn't call that art, right? I call it a feast for the eyes. A feast for the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. That's fair. It is a feast for the eyes. Yeah. Well, that's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Something like watching a sunset. Can you explain why it's so moving? Um, just the, the array of colors, the symbolism behind it, the idea that it might not ever come back. The symbolism of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> it might not ever come back? Do you ever like look at the sun and as it sets, you're just like, might not come back? Do you not remember when we talked about Hume's argument for induction. Of course, I don't remember that. Man, he talked about that exact thing. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was great. Anyway, so yeah, when I see the sunset, uh, I think you it's think about, okay, uh, beautiful and moving because of the array of the colors. Okay, so okay, the feeling, Ben, that you know that the day is about to end mm-hmm. and death. Uh, so that has some awaits. sort of meaning, sure, to it. Metaphor. Right? Well, it, the day is literally ending. Yeah. Right. And that means something. As is right? all of our lives. So we're just hurtling forward in time. And uh, the inevitable, con- towards the inevitable conclusion, which is a fiery, painful death. <laughs> Wait, it awaits death? us all. It'll be fi- Death awaits us all, and it will be fiery, and it will be painful. <laughs> that just definitively took a swig of water. I'm talking about fire. Like I got thirsty. <laughs> is that true no okay <laughs> okay listen so i'm trying to this <laughs> so this idea with art yeah right? so art can mean so you can appreciate an, a work of art and a work of art does need to be created but there's this other element to it anytime you witness something like beauty right or ugliness yeah okay boy. or uh um, don't even get me started on ugliness i'm so sick of it What what are you sick of just ugliness. ugliness. Get out of my face, ugly. Why do you hate ugly? You know, because... What's ugly to you? What's ugly to me? Yeah. Uh, your fuck, the tone you're using right now, I don't really appreciate that. Uh, your attitude, I think, is pretty ugly. Uh-huh. Uh, your uh, facial features and your b- body. Uh, what else? Ouch. Your okay. spirit, <laughs> to me, is pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Everything else is fine. All right, well, that hurts. Um. <laughs> your bone structure. Okay, that's enough. I don't <laughs> like your eyes. That's okay. That's enough. Your <laughs> hair is dumb. Sense overall sense of style, not into it. Okay, but do yeah. you do you understand when you say that something is ugly, like my bone structure or my hair, mm-hmm. <laughs> my dumb hair, everything about or you my facial physical. features? Yeah, of course, all of it. Okay, is that would that be ugly to literally anybody else? I think so. I think to most. 
What about other animals? Anything else with a visual system? Do you think that they would find you ugly? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, the animals, no, because they don't have a concept for that. They don't have a concept for it. No, but I'd like to think they'd make an exception for you. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's so mean. Look, I, I, you asked. I'm answering the question. Okay, no, but so so things You're like... You're begging the question, and I'm answering Things it. like beauty and ugliness. Yeah. Right? Or... or uh, or cuteness or stylistic, right? Like someone you say someone has style. Yeah. Okay. Or what if you're like watching something or you see somebody and you go, "Whoa, that lo- that guy looks cool." Mm-hmm. Right? Something like the word cool. Yeah. Right? These are all words that describe what exactly? An aesthetic. An aesthetic. Okay? It's something that it's not exactly like uh, a characteristic that you can define, right? It's not like the word red. Where you know you can easily say that's a color of course. that everyone can agree with. Yeah. Right. Or red is a color that we can all agree upon. Right. Or if you if you say except the Crips. Well, <laughs> that's true. That, that red red and agree. blue are very controversial colors. Yes, they don't agree on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you were to let's say, if you saw like an egg cracked open on a very hot sidewalk. Oof. All right. Would you say? That that egg looks hot. Hot and and yes, I would. You would in what sense? Because it's 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 a temperature thing. It's a temperature temperature. It's it's actually hot. Yeah. Right. And everyone would agree with that because it reached a certain degree. I'll look down right. at the sidewalk and I go, "Wow, that is one hot egg." Yeah. Now, what if at the same time you looked up and then you saw an egg, just walking, and it had. Just the smoothest legs you've ever seen. Wow. Just like hot Jessica Rabbit legs. And then you go, man, that egg is hot. Oh, I'm into it? Yeah. Okay. So is that different? It's very different. It's very different, right? Because one of them is a temperature thing. The other one is related to carnal pleasures. It's related to carnal pleasures. So it's some sort of experience that's triggered in your mind. Yeah. Right? Okay. So when you turn around and you go, hey, don't you guys think that that egg is hot? And then everyone's like, no, that's insane. But it's an egg with legs. That's yeah, I, I, I guess it's more disturbed. I guess it's more confusing or more alarming that instead of me freaking out at the at an actual an egg walking on, yeah, walking around, I would immediately think about how sexually attracted I am yeah. to the egg. <laughs> huh. So I guess that is alarming. It is pretty alarming, right? So the idea that you are sexually attracted to this egg and you call it hot. You're like, oh, man, that is hot. Yeah. This egg. Mm-hmm. So hot. Ignoring the egg that is crisping up into a perfect sunny side up on the sidewalk. Yeah. Right? So you're you're kind of dealing with this idea of hotness. It sounds like I'm dealing with a lot. <laughs> well, you're dealing with a very, very sensitive artistic sensibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, the issue here is that... Uh, uh, Aesthetic sensibility or, or aesthetic opinions or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They uh, they sort of transgress this boundary between being subjective, but also it's something that people share, right? Like people can appreciate the same works of art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But what are you sharing exactly? If I'm looking at, what is your favorite work of art? My favorite work of art? Yeah.
I, I greatly enjoy an E.E. E. Cummings poem. Okay. So reading it, you're like, you, you get some sort of feeling, some Buffalo sort of sensation. Buffalo Bill's Defunct. Buffalo Bill's Defunct? Yeah, that's the name of it. Okay. So what do you feel when you read that poem? What kind of what kind of experiences does it uh does it elicit? Um makes me think of death. Mhm. That's I mean, that's what the poem's about. Anything else? Buffalo Bill. I think about Buffalo Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you that you feel when you read that poem? Is there something that you can't really put into words? It's hard to put into words. Yeah. Okay. So there's that thing. So let's bracket that. There's that thing that you can't put into words. Ben, consider it bracketed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Man, I love this because there's no red tape with uh, with the bracketing. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Very, it's no, 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 no. Very no. smooth administrative it's process. It's done. Ben, yeah. it's don't even stamped. Think about it. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... This so there's this feeling that you can't put into words. Yeah. When you see that E. e. Cummings poem, mm-hmm. do you think anyone else ha- could have the same feeling? Yeah, of course. The exact same feeling. The feeling of I can't quite put it into words. Of course. No, 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 no. Come on. You know what I mean. What? The sensation that you get. Not not any feeling that they can't put oh, into words. Oh, maybe. The ex- the subjective sensation that you have. Um, probably not a hundred percent because we're all different people. Right. Okay. Yeah. But when you try to communicate through the the E.E. E. Cummings poem to someone else. You say, hey, I, fe- I feel this a lot, and it's it was perfectly expressed by this poem. And then you give it to someone else. You say, hey, read this poem, and then you might know how I feel. They might not get the exact same feeling that you have, but it'll come In close. In fact, they could possibly feel the opposite. They could even feel the opposite. That's the problem with art. That is a huge problem with art. So that's what we're talking about. I wish about. Art, sometimes I feel like maybe art should be more like math. Here's what we should do. Let's get rid of <laughs> all the pieces of art. Mm-hmm. Go to a, we'll go to the uh, the MoMA, you and me. Yeah. And we'll take down all the art. Okay. And we'll put up framed photos of numbers. So that way people can show up and they look at it and they go, oh, what's the number two? No one else can look at it and go, well, I think it's a four. Nah, dude, it's a two. You think that's better? Um, It'll, it'll save us a lot more time. That is so sad. <laughs> that is so sad. When there's but no, would you not miss that that ability to get some sort of? Well, if like, I'm being honest, I don't really go to the MoMA that often. Well, no, come on. Beyond that, <laughs> I know, I know, because you just came from Las Vegas, so you definitely don't go to the MoMA a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what I mean is, what do you mean? If you could like. Would you be all right with th- something like that happening? Of course what if- not. No, okay. So you like art. Do you right? think I would rather there be framed photos of numbers yeah. instead of pieces of art? Okay. That's what you think. I don't know sometimes. 20 man. years of knowing me, that's what you think. You, you think I would rather have framed photos of math. I hate math. <laughs> I hate math more than I hate any human. <laughs> okay. We're going to do philosophy of math next. The, the man who will one day murder my father... I will not hate him more than I hate fucking algebra. All right? Algebra's got to go. Okay. My dad was going to die anyway. What <laughs> What if he was murdered? Well, you know he's going to be murdered? 
Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. That's a different. Yeah. Up, this is yeah. a different. Up. Feel it in my bones. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the thing. You experience something when you see a work of art, uh, and it's a something that you can't put into words, so you can't communicate it directly to someone else, right? But another person can look at the same work of art and feel something, something that they also can't put into words, even if it's not identical to what you're feeling. Sure. They have something else, right? Now, this is a universal uh, experience for people. It's not the same for everybody, but everyone has something like it, okay? So there's this one intensely subjective experience that happens when you see a work of art uh, that... Not everyone has that exact same experience, but they have something like it. Does that kind of make sense so far? Uh-huh. Okay. So that's a huge problem in philosophy, trying to figure out what the fuck is this thing that we get goosebumps from when we you know, appreciate a work of art. One of the, thing, one of the huge problems is what is a work of art? You know, a big thing uh, to define it is it has to be created by somebody. But you get those same feelings when you observe something in nature, right? Yeah. Like, when you see a sunset, like, who made that? God. Don't say God. God damn it. <laughs> That's too late. <laughs> what makes a sunset? Uh, just the earth? Well, moving. you know what makes a sunset. Kind of. The earth spins. I know. Well, you see, it's confusing because you can't actually feel the earth move. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is. I promise you it is. Sure. <laughs> and it's, so it's spinning and it's actually moving around the sun as well. So. Yeah. Okay. So that creates a sunset. Yeah. I can't and then, and then the colors you that. that you see has something to do with the atmosphere. Blah 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 blah. It doesn't matter. You can trust. You can trust scientists when they say, "Oh, it's because of this wavelength." And yeah, you know, like you just you're just like, "All right, I trust you." All right, nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I'm that too busy trying to kiss babes. You fucking yeah. Nerd. Right. You're serial smoocher, Pat Dean. Right. That's me. Yeah. I smooch. Yeah. I smooch. <laughs> they smooch. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so, um, the point is, you can, you you know that there is an explanation for why there are sunsets. Yeah. Okay, but that doesn't change the fact that you experience this feeling when you see a sunset. Yeah. Where you associate like you know the end of the day with your impending death and like the the temporariness of life and all this all these crazy thoughts, right? You see that when you just look at a sunset. So there's there's that thing going off again, that aesthetic sense going off again, right? Yeah. And even though it's not, th- there's no creator that's assigned to it, unless you want to say God, but then you're just a boring-ass Christian. Uh, <laughs> which is like, that's such a lame fucking excuse for saying that there's a creator. But here's the thing. This sentiment or this experience that you have is something that people have been trying to put their finger on for a while. Yeah. Aristotle tried to do it. And he failed. And he failed. The guy who came closest to sort of explaining this. Patrick Dean. Nope. Your podcast partner. No, 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 no. Oh, Patrick. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. Who was it? Your arch nemesis. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Let me me give you a couple hints. (laughs) He was German. No. And he was a virgin. No. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) I can't escape this bald virgin. Dude, here's the thing. Kant, he had his dick in everything. 
Except a girl. Except a girl. <laughs> he he wrote about literally everything under the sun. Okay. I cannot believe. Okay. Okay. Just so he go. so he wrote this book called uh, A Critique of Judgment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where he basically lays out what is now considered to be the most comprehensive modern theory of aesthetics. Okay. Uh, where he basically his whole mission, his whole philosophy was trying to figure out how we know things, right? How cognition is created, uh, how our minds work, and how it aligns with reality. And there was this one thing that he couldn't figure out, which was our aesthetic sense. He was like, you know, we have this imagination, right? This faculty called imagination, which helps us process raw data. Yeah. Right? But that only goes so far. Like, that helps me recognize, like, your face and, you know, the sound of Tim meowing or, you know, sirens in the distance, you know, or, uh, like, you know, the tea kettle going off so I know that it's time for, like, anything that deals with the senses in a very mundane way. When did you start drinking tea? I, I don't know. It's just an example. Okay. But <laughs> we're not getting into that. Okay. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I promise. I had, had no idea that you were I had such a fucking... Fancy lad across the I promised table my father me. I wouldn't talk about it. About, about your tea consumption? <laughs> yeah, about my tea. <laughs> Every morning and afternoon and evening, uh-huh. Ben sets the table. Yeah. He puts on his finest suit, mm-hmm. puts on the tightest pair of gloves you'd ever see in your fucking <laughs> life. Yep. And you make yourself tea uh-huh. and you drink it. What color f- are the gloves? Jet black. <laughs> Jet fucking black, dude. <laughs> and Ben sits there and he sips his tea in his fancy little hat. He's got a cane with him. I know all about you, dude. <laughs> You're describing me like I'm Mr. Peanut. Well, <laughs> the more I get to know you, off my Ben-shaped mask, and I'm just I'm just a gigantic <laughs> peanut. Uh, I would crack you open. I would eat the nut inside, and I would gain your strength. Yeah, eat my nut. All right, <laughs> now. <laughs> Gotcha. Nice. Okay. So. Foiled again. Kant. Uh, this fucking Kant. He, yeah. Uh, he couldn't really put his finger on what this extra thing was. Okay. So sorry. So we have imagination or the imaginary faculty, which processes sensory input. And then you have uh, understanding, which like, you know, uh, is basically dealing with concepts like, you know, you, concepts. me, concepts. Yeah. Concepts. Um, and then there's reason which like deals with on an intellectual level, like how, how everything works, how the universe works, how God works, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, and these are all things that are kind of shared in this objective realm with everyone else. But there's one thing that we all kind of share, but we also kind of don't share. And that's aesthetic judgment. Like when we say it's, it's, and that we're all thinking Arby's. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, like, there are some people who aren't thinking Arby's, though. I feel bad for those guys. You feel bad for them? Yeah. Okay, why? Because don't you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself? Well, I'm that's, thinking Arby's. That's <laughs> okay. This is not. That's actually interesting that you say that because part of the aesthetic sense is this thing called the sublime, uh, which pops well, up. Life everyone's. is too short. So <laughs> one you get. You might get one of them, you might get shot. Boom. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I Sublime. Know. I love that group when I was, I was, uh, the year 1996. The man, 12 year old Pat Dean. The uh, interest. Not yet. Not Sublime. a man yet. 
Yeah, but I love I like Sublime when I was twelve. Yeah, I know, I but you're not a man until you get your bar mitzvah. You're still not a man. Fuck. Yeah, I've never actually been bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, you're a thirty four year old child. <laughs> In the eyes of the Lord, yeah, that's yeah. not good. Of Adonai, baby. What? Adonai. That means Lord in Hebrew. Adonai? Yeah. That's so much more impressive than God. <laughs> That's so much better. Why don't we just call him that? I will just be Jewish then. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I better hurry. I mean, I will say like, okay, hold on though. If you convert to Judaism, yeah. Do you have to get bar mitzvah up? What do you mean bar mitzvah up? Do you have to do bar mitzvah? Yeah. But I'm 34. Well, you don't have to have like, have, uh, you don't have, have to have a, have a party with a bunch of middle schoolers. Yeah, let's have a, a themed party. My theme no, is no, my no, crippling no. back problem. No, you just read from the Torah, and it's like it's 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 fine. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have to throw a party afterwards. You can if you want to. No, but I thought like, but totally you, do have, you do have to do the the ceremony. Yeah, you have to do the ceremony. Hmm. Well, you have to do all the ones that you missed. You missed a lot. If well, you're yeah. Thirty-four year old man. I mean, if you wanted to convert to Catholicism, you have to be confirmed too and yeah. you have to get baptized wow i didn't even thought about that yeah. you know i think we've, we've we've discussed this i i enjoy i like it when the religions are hard to join okay well when you'll love judaism because they don't want you no they don't <laughs> that, that's what i think is kind of cool is they, they actively don't want you yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird it's weird it's weird it's really weird yeah it's very exclusive yeah but anyway um let's get around this sure okay so Kant was dealing with aesthetic judgment and he basically says that all these other forms of like, you know, sensory processing, like, you know, if I can see that this is your massive head in front of me, like that's a form of knowledge, right? Because sure. my senses have kind of formed this image and I have translated it into like this concept of Pat's head. Okay. And I know that that's that. Yeah. Okay. And my then cool, my, my, my cool little melon. Yeah. Your cool little melon. And then, you know, that my sweet, reason, juicy melon. my reason like, uh, you know, uh, draws implications from it. So I'm like, yeah. okay. So Pat's head is really red right now, which means that he's probably pretty hot because the air conditioning's off uh, or whatever. <laughs> right. And so I'm making these conclusions, you know, about that, which increases my knowledge. OK. But then if I'm looking at your head and I start crying because I'm like, it's the most beautiful head I've ever <laughs> seen. OK. That's not knowledge. He says that any sort of aesthetic appreci appreciation is not a form of knowledge. It's this other weird type of mental experience that doesn't fit in his in his like system and so that's why he had to write an entire book about it because it's like i'm mad and i'm a virgin and i need to explain what this thing is and i can't fucking explain it do you th and like so aesthetics fucking stumped Kant. how much stuff did he write about like he wrote a lot of books right he wrote oh, quite a few books but the, the main ones that he wrote were a critique of pure reason which is about epistemology how we know things there's a critique of practical reason which is ethics and that's where he came up with the categorical imperative Okay, you're yawning so huge. Why <laughs> well, did I mean to? I love that you, you you yawn so hard when I talk about Kant. Well, because I hate him. I know, I know. It makes sense. I mean, he's fucking boring. <laughs> I hate this man. And then the third book he wrote, he wrote a trilogy. The third book he wrote is The Critique of Judgment, and that's where he talks about aesthetics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that that's where basically he lays out this like outline of what aesthetic judgment is. And he says, A, it's not knowledge. It's some sort of reaction a subjective reaction to the to what he calls beauty or the sublime and it's this thing that transcends us right uh but we can't ever really have like full access to it in a way where we can define it we just have this direct access to it that 
sort of evades language, right? And that's why when you read that E.E. E. Cummings poem, you can't really put it into words. Does that kind of make sense? Sure. Yeah. So that goes with a lot of different experiences. And we experience this in a lot of different media. So there's writing, like poems. Uh, there's film. There's music. There's uh, painting, uh, sculpture, all that shit. Anything that you would call a work of art, right? Uh, they access this little node in our brains that we can't really define, right? And that's that's aesthetic experience. Yeah. And people have since tried to define it, but it's pretty iffy. So one thing is like, you know, uh, a work of art has to be something that uh, is an attempt at expression. So that's what's different than like, you know, just watching a beautiful sunset is that there's no intention behind it. Right. It's just that's just what happens, which is weird, because when I bring someone to watch the sunset with me, <laughs> I have intentions. <laughs> OK, well, that's really <laughs> I don't know if this is the right climate for that, but uh, <laughs> with the Kavanaugh hearings and shit. But uh, oh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I, I want to take a girl to watch the sunset. I'm a rapist. No, you're right. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> heavily implied it, but you're right. Um, but uh, yeah. So obviously that's not an aesthetic <laughs> intention <laughs> i hope not unless you make beautiful love to her but uh mm. <laughs> beautiful love beautiful love it's the only love i know how to make baby well good so to the point when, when there is yeah when the there is love. intention that's what i call it to the <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a problem i'm to the point <clears throat> anyway what yeah so when there is an intention behind some sort of aesthetic expression that's like a work of art yeah okay um, I'm looking at one right now. Well, again, this is, this is this is what the uh, the argument a brown is. Brown-eyed boy, Ben Cholock. Here's the thing: I could be a work of art. I could be my own work of art if I like intended everything about about this. Yeah, like went to the gym and stuff. Yeah, sure. If I went to the gym, <laughs> fuck you. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Fine. I'll take this abuse in the name of knowledge. <laughs> God, that is the tagline of this podcast. I learned nothing. Taking abuse in the name of knowledge. <laughs> but basically, yeah, like if I maybe if I dress what better, put on, a, put on what an Elron bummer, put on a collared shirt or something. If I look good, right? So that's what fa- fashion is considered could be considered a uh, a type of art, right? Because I mean, if you see someone who's dressed really well, and you're like, whoa, that looks fucking cool. Like the way that that person's dressed. Yeah, they're they're obviously they did it with intention. I I I, I always go crikey, look at that sweet dude. You would s- wait. And no. I see someone looking cool. You would say crikey, crikey, look, look at, at that, that sweet, sweet dude. dude. That's what I say. You never heard me say it before. <laughs> That's crikey, look at that sweet dude. Are you trying? But you're not doing an Australian accent or anything. No, I can't do accents very well. So you're. I can just do Bob Dylan. As no, you, you know. can't even do Bob Dylan. The only impression that you can do is John Kerry. Yeah. That's the only one totally, you can do. Because there's no effort put into it. Because <laughs> he just kind of talks like this. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like He's Kirk just Van boring. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Is it chicken? Like, no, actually, it's lasagna. Oh, oh I yeah, enjoy I'm, a grilled chicken. Uh, me too. I like lasagna Hold too. Hold the sauce. <laughs> a dry chicken. Okay, so... Uh, let's let's kind of speed through this because we're we gotta wrap up soon, right? Do you want to hear the poem? Uh, yeah, but okay. right now, yeah. Okay, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. <clears throat> do you, are you, you gonna go. make it, are you gonna make this up? No, okay, good. This is a re- it's E. Cummings. What's the name of it? 
Buffalo Bills. Well, it's not. I don't think it actually technically has a title, but people just call it Buffalo Bills defunct. Oh, okay, sure. I was like, Go this. Buffalo Bills defunct, who used to ride a water smooth silver stallion and break one, two, three, four, five pigeons just like that. Jesus, he was a handsome man. What I want to know is, how do you like your blue-eyed boy, Mr. Death? Is that it? That's the poem. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> well, I like it too now. So what are we talking about? Well, art. Oh, that. Right. Oh, right. We're talking about that. Art. Do we need it? No. That's the other thing. Yeah. That's another big question. About it is aesthetics. funny. So, like, you know how, like, uh, you remember when Donald Trump was elected? Yeah. Uh, that was that was a great night for you. I was a little upset, but <laughs> I remember, like, after he was, he was, like, elected, like, one of the things he was going to do, which I don't think he actually ended up doing, was, like, just, like, taking away all funding for, like, the arts, you know? Yeah. And I just was, like, and I was, like, that's crazy he's going to do that. And I was, like, it's crazy that we have funding for the arts. Isn't that kind of, like, wild? Well, so... Yes and no. I mean, I'm glad it happens, but it's like crazy to think that, about the idea of like this we, is actually a very good question. Yeah, it's a very it's a, you know I know you didn't intend this. No, but it's a very very good philosophical question. No thanks, Ben. What is the use of art? Don't know. Do we need art? Maybe. Maybe. What does that mean? Um, it's I, yes or no. It's a yeah, yes or no the question. The answer, Ben, is yes. The answer is yes. Why do we need it? To express ourselves in ways that we would not be able to express ourselves. Okay, so now and you're getting I, into the like, question. And I like to tell dick jokes, so it's sort of... Well, okay. Oh, this is another thing. We don't have time for this, but maybe we can do an art part two. A, what? A part two. Oh. With a P, it's, a P, it's spelled P-A-R-T. Okay, yeah. Let's, okay. So we'll do a part two. I'm into it. Just, just because of that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say no, but then I realized. I think because it, it deserves way more consideration. Okay. This, this aesthetics and art it deserves way more consideration. Yeah, and I feel like you haven't really explained much. Well, there's not much to explain. Slash, there is a lot to explain. And also, fuck you. <laughs> I do feel. Here's the thing. You'll say those things to me, and I, it, I get really defensive because I'm trying my best. And then and then I'll be like, well, maybe I'm not doing that gr- that great. <laughs> You know, maybe, maybe, you know, because you are rushing me with this one, too. You're saying, oh, we only had 45 minutes. Cause you have to get off to your, whatever your bullshit is now. Yeah, I got to go tell jokes. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm an artist, dude. The se- <laughs> Fuck you. What? Okay. I'm not. I can play the banjo. Is comedy art? I think so. You think so? Why? Uh, Because you're expressing yourself and you're creating things. Okay. So there's creation. Sometimes there's expression. Sometimes you're creating things in the moment. Why live spontaneity? Comedy is, yeah, that's why live comedy rules. Is, is spontaneity thevelveterroom.com? Is spontaneity an essential part of art? No. Well, um, possibly. It depends upon what your process is. There are some people who are painstaking, and there's some people who they just kind of uh, let it all hang out and they figure it out. Okay, so that could be an aesthetic value in and of itself that some people just don't appreciate. Like spontaneity could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. It also depends on the medium, right? Yeah. What? Nothing. No. I hate when you do that. What? You I was going to say, yeah, I've seen improv, so. Well, <laughs> yeah, all right, fine. That's fine. You can take a knock at, at improv. It's I don't just not for me. I'm sure it's fun. It's 
It's whatever. I don't like it. <laughs> well, Ben, you know, but that's the freedom that art gives you. The ability, Ben, to like something or to blindly not like it the way that you do. Okay. The way you the way that you view a lot of things is just blindly not like I'm it. just going to ignore this part. Okay, let's <laughs> You have a lot of uh, like kind of um like prejudged sort of uh ways of looking prejudicial. at prejudicial. Oh, that's interesting you use that word. <laughs> You're so fucking proud of yourself, you know that? <sighs> well, why not? <laughs> All right. So do we need art? Yeah. Okay, you say you do. Sure. But what concrete reason can you give for why we do? I like it. Just because you like it? Yes. Okay. Well, we probably like masturbating, right? <laughs> Not right after. Well, <laughs> I feel like a fool. After what? After art? No, after you j Oh. You feel like an idiot. Okay. Just go, all right, well, now I'm late for work. And but just because you like something? Just, just because you like something? Yeah. That, that means that we should have it? Uh... I mean, I guess. Why, why else would you have anything? Okay, well, what about... Like uh, what if you get pleasure by skinning a cat like Tim? You uh, like well, doing oh. it. Well, if it's Tim, whatever. If it's just <laughs> a cat that looks like Tim, I'd say that would be morally wrong. That'd be morally wrong. And you shouldn't do right? it. Yeah. Okay, so there, right there, there's a reason why just because you like something, you shouldn't get to just do it. Touche, Benjamin. Okay, so if... So that's not why art should be allowed. Okay, let's we can save this for the part two episode. The cat skinning part. Yeah. But basically a couple questions for you to mull over for the next next one. Why do we need art? Why do we need art? Because well, art here's the problem. What? Art is not art does not have any sort of direct doesn't offer any direct form of improvement to our lives. Like when you see a, an amazing work of art is there some sort of tangibly felt improvement to your life? Sometimes. Can you feed your family? By seeing art? Yeah, by appreciating art. Um. No, I mean, I guess not. No, it doesn't help your survival. Like it's not going to cure your diabetes. No, which, no. by the way, if anyone out there has a cure for diabetes, I'll give you all the Patreon episodes for free. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think okay. it's pretty fair. Fair trade for the yeah. cure to diabetes. Yeah, the cure to diabetes. You only only give it to Pat. 18 free episodes. Yeah. And I'm capping it at 18. <laughs> That's okay. Well, you're just not going to get that cure. Um, I'll let you guys pick the 18. Oh, okay. Well, so real quick, there is no tangible uh, benefit to art. So why is it so important to us? Why is it so important to us? Yeah. Because it's it, it allows us to learn more about the human condition, allows us to learn more about ourselves, allows us to. Um, okay, so there's something there. Sure, there's something that that it 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 makes us more human, whatever that means. More human than human. Yeah, sure. Okay, but it, it's it's also something that puts us above animals. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sure that was a reference to some music thing, and I don't get it. <laughs> more human than human? No, I mean, what what could it possibly reference? <laughs> What is it? It's not no nothing. It's just you know. no. All right, fine. Fuck you. Uh, the other thing that I think is really interesting and very pertinent to our line of work. What is is comedy art? Of course it is. Of course. Yeah. Why are you so cavalier about that? Because if drama's art, then comedy's art. So what about stand up? Stand up. I'll comedy? tell you this about. I'll tell you a secret about drama. It blows. Comedy's so no, much better. No, it doesn't. Drama? Drama's cool too. It's fine. 
Okay, well, then this is another question, then. Why do you think drama isn't art? Because you can learn drama. What? You know what I mean? No, I have no idea what you mean. I feel like <laughs> sometimes I'll watch, like, a movie. Yeah? I'm just like, I just feel like, you know, you could learn that. What do you mean? What do you mean? You learn, can learn how that. to act. To act? Yeah, you can't learn to be funny. Okay, but that's not. Uh, you're. That means it's better. No, it's not. This is so fucking stupid. Why? You're. You're not. You're talking about by watching a dr- a work of dramatic art. Yeah. That you intend to get better at being dramatic. No, Ben. No, no, no. My point is that drama. Uh-huh. Everyone always t- talks about drama. Some people say they love drama. And what happens is I I just it's I, it's so much I just think comedy's, you know, you you got it or you don't. And with drama, you can just learn to act. You're just <laughs> you're just spewing up a word salad right no, now. No, I'm not. You don't have a point. I just said what no, about you what about you didn't what, say anything clearly. What about what I just said doesn't make sense? You said Either you, you got it act. or you don't. You so as a performer, but what if so all the all the dramatic media that's made, like all the dramatic TV shows and dramatic movies, yeah, or you know literature, all that shit, it's not made for people who want to be actors or writers. It's also there to be consumed passively, just by people who, you know, want to hear a cool dramatic story. Right. Okay. So it it has no bearing on on whether. <laughs> It's easier to be dramatic or to learn to be dramatic. You're such a son of a bitch. What? You're a son of a bitch. What? Okay. Oh, because I've stumped you again? No, you didn't stump me. The you're student has become the me. teacher once again on this podcast? No, you're the fool. You're the jester the who jester. is fucking people up. No, nah, man. Yeah. All right. I'm cool Pat. I'm cool hand Pat. Listen, here's... So, bottom line. What? Art is this thing that we experience right yeah okay it's not something that can be boiled down to like knowledge right you can't prove someone wrong for liking one piece of art over another yeah but i I do prove you wrong a lot on this podcast but as far as art goes no you can't okay fine fine i'll take that right (laughs) you can't prove anyone wrong for liking a certain piece of art yeah okay so there's something really important there. The fact that you can't do that, but it's also this thing that we all share. Right? So it's something that's universal. It's universal, but uh, indefinable. Means that there's, it's, it's, some, it's some sort of like aspect to our lives that begs for explanation, but can't be explained. So it's almost like a, it's almost like religion. Interesting. Yeah. Does that kind of yeah make sense, or is that interesting? Of course, at you all? can't prove art wrong. Yeah, you can't prove art wrong. No, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't even try. Shouldn't even try. You're like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what is the point of art? To make people feel something. To make people dance. Maybe. Yeah. Make their souls dance. Right. And the last question is: What is a work of art? What makes something a work of art? Because it's not as easy as you think. Art? No, not, art's not hard. even to make it, but to just recognize it. Yeah. Well, then I'll know it when I see it. Would you? Sometimes art? you don't. 
No, I Some think... Some people don't recognize art when they see it. I think I recognize art at a pretty much 100% rate. That's fine. Maybe you do. Yeah. Which means maybe you have a very, very refined aesthetic sensibility. Oh, thanks, man. But I'm saying maybe. I'm not saying you do. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm saying that is very arguable. But, you know, some people can't recognize art if it took a shit on their face. Yeah, I feel bad for those people. Yeah. Well, I do, too. Because yeah. they don't recognize it as brilliant conceptual art. And also, like, there's shit all over their face now. Yeah. It's a little humiliating. Right, and they can't appreciate it as art. No. It's real sad. So what are we going to learn in part two? I think we should discuss the social aspect of art, right? Art trying to send a message. Uh what kind of representation art can take. And then also, I, th- I really want to get into, is comedy an art form? Okay. Or is jokes an art form? Or, like, it, something when you say something is funny, is that an aesthetic judgment? Yes. It is? I would agree with you, but I want to analyze it. So anyway. Hell yeah. S- tune in tune in, tune in next, next week, week we're gonna We're going to f- solve the problem of art. The problem of art. Yeah. I'm excited. Actually, I'm, I'm not. Too. I'm dreading it. Wait a minute, why? Because <laughs> it's gonna be through your lens. I got a cool lens. I don't know, man. It's it's pretty gnarled. I like my lens. And cataracted. I've been told I have a very pleasing lens. You probably do. Yeah. Um, sorry, my eyes are super itchy right now. But anyway, that's pretty much it for art part one. Part one. I don't know. We'll see, we'll we'll figure out how to phrase that. We'll one. see if we if we conti- if if we decide to continue doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll discover it. Maybe we'll make an artistic decision and to shoot ourselves blow in the our head? fucking brains yeah, out. Why not? <laughs> well, guys, support our Patreon so we can finally uh, have enough money to buy two pistols and two bullets. And then in two bullets, that's all we need. Yeah. Look, guys, if we get how much is a gun? That's a lot. It's yeah, like, they're kind of expensive, right? They're yeah, couple, they're good ones. Grand, good ones are like upwards of several hundred. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I thought they were more. Oh, it's expensive. Okay, once we get, let's think. I'm not gonna do $300 this. Three hundred dollars a month, we can start saving up for uh, two pistols, two bullets, and then Don at when Don comes on a Sunday morning, we'll finally end the charade. Yeah. But guys, thank you Don so much. Don is just this dude named Don. Yeah, just some uh, real rough customer. Yeah. Uh, who has a really good aim. Uh, folks, <laughs> thank you so much for checking out this podcast. We do appreciate if you don't already support our Patreon. You can go to our website, ilearnnothing.com. Click on it. Check it out. I think we have 18 episodes up. Once you join up. Of the Patreon. Yeah, yeah you got you gotta, you gotta access to all of them. You, well, you got that. You it's, get not like you just, uh, it's not like you just have to get the ones that come out that month you have the whole back catalog to choose from i think they get it i think they know that they get the other ones too oh i don't ones. know some people don't know things okay yeah you get you get all if, to make it clear to make it clear if you become a patron a patron to make it clear ben hates women i don't i don't you don't I stop saying that oh i always forget no because i always say that you do and then you tell me you don't and i realize that you don't I forget, Ben. I'm sorry. I apologize. You are a son of a bitch. I just forget. Oh, I, I, I have a job, dude. I have, I'm a busy guy. No, you're not. You work three days a week. Well, I do other stuff during the week. <laughs> so, oh, sorry I can't keep your life straight. Got my own life, baby. Okay, fine. I hope, I hope Tim claws your tongue out while you sleep. Oh, man. I hope that doesn't happen at all. <laughs> It'd be terrifying. Oh, stupid bitch. <laughs> he is the worst. He it's really the absolute is. absolute worst. 
Just a terrible, terrible cat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> if, if if you don't if you don't have the the sweet sweet cash to support us, friends, another fun, easy, entertaining way you can help us out is go to iTunes, write a five star review, a vile or nothing, write a few words, uh, please. As always, go to the Heights School for Boys on Facebook. Still uh, leave them uh, either a one star review. And ask them to stop throwing books at Ben Sholock or leave a five-star review and say, continue throwing books at Ben. Either way is fine, honestly. I, th- I think we're okay with that. What uh, if Mr. McPherson like hunts me down and tries to kill me with books because of this? Um, I would laugh. Uh, I would I would give that would the, be pretty funny. I would give the eulogy at your funeral and I would laugh the entire time. And I would go, I can't believe he's still mad about this uh, <laughs> so uh anyway you can do that on social media you can find us uh on uh, twitter i'm at pat dean if you want to throw me a follow benny boy you're at throw me Gris- a follow you're at you're at gristle porn gristle porn g-r-i-s-t-l-e-p-o-r-n same thing on instagram yep. for you my instagram is dean man p i take photos so yeah hell yeah you i took i find take photos me on sometimes too yeah, uh, and then also find us uh, at I Learn Nothing on Twitter, uh, I Learn Nothing on Facebook, um, and Pat. Sorry to say this, but oh, uh, no. I hate bringing it up. But uh, the the one man in the world who has never seen a work of art because his eyes are gray his from soul is from crumbled. hate and death and dust, <laughs> hate and death and ashes. He's, he's he has a heart made out of just pure charcoal. Is a man who. Stole I Learn Nothing on Instagram. Yes, you're a son of a bitch. Right. Until we find him and crush him, uh, please follow us on Instagram at I Learn Nothing Podcast. And uh, yeah, check out our Patreon, and that's it. Uh, that's it, man. What else, do you, what else do you need? What else do you want from us? Uh, if you're in town... I only have so much art to give. If you're in Austin, Texas, check out uh, the Velveeta Room. Uh, please. Come to... Uh, show that uh, our good friend the Scarlet Disaster is headlining. Oh yeah, the Scarlet Disaster herself. Yeah, Amber Bixby and uh, George and Anthony. George Anthony, they're headlining, and I will be performing this Friday. Uh, the Friday yeah. that this episode comes out, my friend Ben will be telling some jokes. The yep. Velveeta. It'll be room. my first stand-up set ever. Ever. And, and I'm not. <laughs> oh, man. I, he gave me a list of some. And Ben was like beforehand he was like before so recording like so what are you gonna do for your first stand-up set ever and he goes i'm just gonna get drunk and wing it and i was like oh no yeah <laughs> anyway uh and then the me. following day so go to that on friday the following day uh october 6th i'll be on ditch the fest at cheer up charlie's telling jokes so come out to that and um i guess that's it i guess follow your heart yeah uh, keep follow, on thinking hard keep on thinking hard follow the lanalax corporation podcast that's a fun one And as always, Ben, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Going to hell, baby. Straight to hell. It's a real Elrond bummer. (laughs) International.